0: The flesh is born with the nature of man to fulfill certain desires of the human. It's opposite from the way of the spirit of God. The flesh never improves. This is a baffling thing to most people, even to Christians. You're not going to get better as you go through the years of being a Christian it's not that your flesh is going to get better. The flesh never gets better. It always wants to do the works of the flesh. The situation is we control the flesh by that which we hear from God by the Spirit of God. Therefore, we walk in the Spirit doing the will of God, which is contrary to what the flesh wants to do. We keep the flesh crucified By the word of God. What does the flesh want to do? We see it listed in Galatians chapter 5. Start at verse 19. Now the works of the flesh, says Paul, are manifest. Which are these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolatry, witchcraft, which is following superstitions. Hatred, you don't have to be taught to hate. Your flesh is born knowing how to hate. Variance, which is arguing, striving. Emulations, which is trying to outdo one another. Watch children play and you'll see plenty of the works of the flesh manifest. Wrath strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like. Paul says of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So he says, walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So you become angry with someone, and you really hate that person. And you want to see that person gets what's coming to them. That's what our flesh does. But the Spirit brings us another message, and it is the way of God to go in this situation. And when we follow the Spirit of God... We don't do the things the flesh wants to do. Recently, a man came to do some extermination work at our house. And this man said to me, maybe you can just hope that the mice will move to one of your neighbors whom you hate. I was very shocked, and I realized I don't hate any of my neighbors where I live. I said to that man, but I don't hate any of my neighbors. That man identified himself as a Christian and even told me he had done ministry work. But I really don't hate any of my neighbors. I'm not around them. But I don't hate them. We have one neighbor who's a Catholic woman, and I've delivered messages concerning idolatry in the Catholic Church to her. She did not heed the message. I'm really not around her, but I certainly do not hate her. I actually love the woman. It's the opposite. The Spirit of God does the opposite from the flesh. The people of the world that are out there today protesting the death of black people by the police department want justice. What are they wanting to have happen? In the Bible, in the New Testament, we have information about the coming of Jesus and the destruction of this heaven and earth by God let's look at that for a moment that is in 2nd Peter chapter 3 Peter says but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth Also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. When I read that several months ago, my eyes were opened. There will never be righteousness on this earth. It's the new earth where we will have righteousness, If you are striving with everyone to try to get justice on this earth and righteousness on this earth, you are disturbing your own self needlessly. For justice comes only from God and righteousness will be in the new heaven and the new earth where only those being led by God will be permitted to enter. There will be no liars or whoremongers in the new heaven and the new earth. We read that in Revelation 22. When I see the protesters out in the streets on the newscast attacking the police, demanding justice, they clearly show they do not know God. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. When something has been done to you that is wrong, you can't strike out at the wrongdoer. That is the way of the flesh. Instead, we learn to turn to God and to trust Him for justice and to trust Him to settle the matter, and to repay us, and to restore us. That's what we do as we follow the Spirit. We don't go out into the streets protesting that which the world is doing. We may not like what they're doing, but to involve ourselves in the flesh this way is to bring about our own destruction. If we follow the Spirit, we follow the scriptures in Romans 12, where it says, Avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. Knowing vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. We go that way. When we go that way, we're following the Spirit of God. If we strike out in protest and try to do something about it ourselves, We are following the flesh of man, and it very much appeals to the flesh of man to strike out, but we control ourselves by the Spirit. The Spirit, the Word of God, is exactly opposite from what our flesh wants to do. If you are in a temptation of the flesh to do one of the works of the flesh, which we just read about over there in Galatians, if you are tempted in any way, cry out to God for help and go in whatever way He reminds you, which will not be going in the way of the flesh, it'll be going in the way of the Spirit of God. So we simply cry out for God to help us when we are tempted. We have a promise of God in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. There is no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be attempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. We take the way of escape. I've been in situations where I wanted to say something that I knew would not be edifying. And finally, I just got up and left and went home to control myself. And that was the way of escape in that situation. We, of course, have to be careful about where we put ourselves there are certain places that you're going to stir up more temptation there's a scripture which says make not provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust each of us are tempted in ways that are common to man but they may not be the same way the thing that tempts you might be very different from the thing that tempts me but always the way of escape is calling out to God for help and going in the way that God shows us to go, walking in the Spirit thereby, by going in the way the Spirit of God shows us to go. If you can get before you an understanding of what are the works of the flesh, it might help a little bit. The works of the flesh... Adultery, fornication, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, witchcraft. I see that in football audiences all the time, or I used to when we had audiences. They were always trying to jinx the other team by little hand signals and doing things. Thinking they had the power to do this. Falling into superstitions. I see people do this all the time when they click their drink glasses together at dinner, thinking that they have the power to wish people well or to make something happen. All that's fleshly. Jesus said, It is the spirit that quickeneth us. The flesh profiteth nothing. And Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. I believe that's John chapter 6, verse 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. All the good works that the flesh tries to do and mostly tries to be seen doing profit nothing. The ideas of themselves, those people will be turned away in the day of judgment when they are following what they think are their, are good works and they're not authored by God. Jesus tells us that in Matthew chapter 7. Start at verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. The good works that they were doing were not authored by God. They were authored by their own fleshly ideas or by the flesh of other men. But they were not authored by God. Therefore, they will be cast away from Jesus in the day of judgment. There's one part, one scripture in Matthew 23 where Jesus says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you compass land and sea to make one proselyte and when you make him, you make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. A lot of good works will be exposed in the day of judgment as being evil works, not good works. Man loves to sound a trumpet in front of him when he does his works. We see it on television when we turn on our television sets and they're telling so-and-so gave such-and-such amount of money for the flood victims. Why don't they just give that in silence? Because they want to be recognized by men Jesus says they have their reward. They do all their works to be seen of men. They have their reward. By announcing their good work. I see that so many times when I turn on football. Where the NFL is trying to do something that they think is a good work. But it's really just a work of the flesh. And those who follow the good work will be doing a work of the flesh of man, not a good work. We can only do good when we do what God shows us to do. Therefore, walk in the Spirit. Romans 8 talks about this also. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Some people read that and think it means if you're born again, you can do whatever you want to do. There'll be no condemnation. But that's not what this says. It says there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, which is the Word, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, after that which the Spirit of God is telling them. After the Word, it goes on to say in verse five, "For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Those who want to be spiritually minded." keep the word of God before them day and night, letting it get deeper in them. If we meditate in that word of God, it gives us the power to do the word of God at some point in time, if you keep it before you day and night. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh, that walk by the desires of the flesh, cannot please God. Walking by the desires of the flesh, are walking by the things listed in Galatians 5:19 through21. Adultery fornication, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, trying to outdo other people drunkenness all of these are the way of the flesh and he says in Romans 8 and if Christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. The Holy Spirit will rise in you to remind you of something in the word of God, to show you, don't go in the way of the flesh, instead, go this way. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.